Jai Jai Sitchitanya Daya Nichananda Jai Dvaitachanda Jaya Gaurabhakta Vinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So we are continuing the discussion of the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. And we're continuing our discussion of the first opening, the first 14 opening verses of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and uh, which are explained in the seven following chapters. Um, so I'll begin with the second verse and then also we'll discuss the third verse and let's see um, how far we come today. Um, Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nichananda Sahodito Godadoya Puspavanto Chitru Sandu Tamonado I offer my respectful obeisances unto Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda, who are like the sun and moon. They have arisen simultaneously on the horizon of Goda to dissipate the darkness of ignorance and thus wonderfully bestow benediction upon all. Mm, Hare Krishna. So Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda appear simultaneously like the sun and the moon in the sky. I mean, that is unusual. Um, um, but what can be said, they are two luminaries. Um, okay. Uh, so, oh, I have to go to number two. Here we go. Come. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somehow or other, the thing is moving a bit slow. Oh, I got thrown out. So let me go back and let me try it again. Yes, now it works fine. So let me read some of the... Uh, some of the excerpts from Srila Prabhupada's uh, purports from this, uh, about these verses. Sri Krishna Balaram, the personalities of Godhead, who formerly appeared in Vindavan and were millions of times more effulgent than the sun and moon, have arisen over the eastern horizon of Godadesh, West Bengal, being compassionate for the fallen state of the world. So, um, in, 
Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is, is in this way, um, first of all, appreciating that Lord Nichananda, Lord Chaitanya are non-different from Krishna and Balaram. Narayan Dastakur, of course, repeated that in his song, Vrajananandran ye sachi sulito holose Balaram halinitai. It is Krishadas who is um, stating that uh, that first, though, um, and um, so Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nichananda, are Krishna and Balaram. Mm. So the appearance of Sri Krishna Chaitanya and Prabhu Nichananda has surcharged the world with, with happiness. So the effulgence coming from both of them brings happiness to the world. Um, and opposite of that effulgence of happiness, the effulgence of devotional service, is the darkness of ignorance, which is called Kaitava. Um, Kaitava, the way of cheating, which begins with religiosity, economic development, uh, sense gratification, and liberation. So that is Adi 190. Yeah, so Krishnadas uh, Kaviraj Goswami turns to the, to the Bhagavatam and is exposing all materialistically motivated so-called religious activity, um, which is actually not beneficial at all um, because it just keeps the living being locked in the material energy. And maybe, maybe some, some piety is there while being in the material world. And such piety, however, is also not beneficial. Uh, it is said there is karma on mukhi sukriti, moksha muti sukriti, moksha muki sukriti, and bhakti on muki sukriti. So karma on muki sukriti means pious activities which bring good karma, karma kanda, and that will result in some good material situation. And then it will be gone again with time. So that in itself, that's cheating, that is kaitava, that is, we're cheating ourselves. If we actually think that this, this is what religion is about, we're cheating ourselves and others uh, because we're not making any real progress. So this dharma, arta, kama and moksha, this, this kind of religiosity, um, this kind of economic development, uh, yes. If we are engaging our economic development with devotional service, then it becomes transcendental. Karmani eva dikarasti mafali sukadachanama karma vadihi tu burma tistamgita karmani. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that we 
have no right to the fruits of our labor. These fruits of our labor must be offered to Krishna. So we're talking about economic development without offering the fruits of our labor to Krishna. When the fruits of our labor are offered to Krishna, then it's perfect. Now that can be offered in two ways. One way is we just donate the result of our activity directly to Krishna. The other is we sustain a lifestyle ourselves which is dedicated to Krishna. We pay the rent of our house, we pay the bills for keeping that household going, but the whole house, in the whole household, Krishna is in the center. The house is dedicated to four regulative principles, the residence, uh, are dedicated to worshipping the deity, to chanting 16 rounds. In this way, uh, the household is, a Christi- is, is dedicated to Krishna. And so economic development to maintain such a household is also offered to Krishna. Uh, so one can offer to Krishna direct the fruits of one's labor directly or indirectly in this way. Mm. The great scripture... Srimad Bhagavatam, compiled by Mahamuni Vyasadeva from four original verses, describes the most elevated and kind-hearted devotees and completely rejects the cheating ways of materially motivated uh, religiosity. It propounds the highest principle of eternal religion, which can factually mitigate the threefold miseries of a living being and award the highest benediction of a full prosperity and knowledge. Those willing to hear the message of this scripture in a submissive attitude of service can at once capture the Supreme Lord in their hearts. Therefore, there's no need for any other scripture than Srimad Bhagavatam. So that is the translation of the second verse, Dharma Paramoni Matsaranam Satam. And uh, so that is very interesting. Huh? Excuse me. The foremost process of cheating is to desire to achieve liberation by merging into the Supreme, for this causes the permanent disappearance of loving service to Krishna. So in the name of spirituality, we just attain the opposite. If we get cheated by some temporary fruits in the material world, then whatever we gain from that is also temporary. Uh, short-lived, but if we are uh, if we are cheating ourselves by merging in uh, in the supreme, it says this causes the permanent disappearance of loving service to Krishna. Um, permanent should be put in parenthesis uh, because uh, we we see that this is superseded by yenyer vindaksha. But almost permanent in in the uh, in this state of impersonal liberation until the jiva finally comes to the point of realizing that staying in the Brahma Jyoti is not an option because ultimately that will not fulfill the original need of the soul. And so, Srila Prabhupada also gave the example that there are uh, many Mayavadi sannyasis 
who are giving up the world as illusion and false. Uh, uh, Jagat, uh, Brahma Satya Jagat Mitya, as they say, Brahman is real and the universe is false. And then these impersonalist sannyasis, after they have given up the world as false, turn back to the world and begin to do mundane charity you know, and open hospitals and all these things. Right? But that world is false. So what is the point? Uh, so Prabhupada also said, they fall from their, from their platform of Jagad Mitya, of realizing that the world is false. Mm. Yeah. So by the grace of Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda, this darkness of ignorance is removed and the truth is brought to light. So when we say, Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nichananda Sahurito Godadoya Pushpadanto Chittrasandu Samtamovido, then we're seeing they are lighting up the eastern horizon. And simultaneously, these both these these uh, bodies of light have now appeared, and they drive away the darkness of ignorance. And uh, and we see uh, karma and gyan. It is karma and gyan. Anyabila sita sunyan gyana karmi anabritam. One should. They're giving pure devotional service not covered by karma, not covered by gyan. Not in any way, not that darkness, not covered by the darkness, yes. Mm. The absolute truth is Sri Krishna and loving devotion to Sri Krishna exhibited in pure love is achieved through congregational chanting of the holy name which is the essence of all bliss. Oh. Um, I should have mentioned, I'm not good, I, I sometimes leave out the numbers. I started reading from uh, the Adi Lila 185, where Krishna Kaviraj Goswami begins to explain the second verse. Oh. As I told you, these verses, these 14 verses, are explained over five chapters. So the explanation here of the second verse begins in Adilila 185. And then I read a selection of verses and I went all the way up to, uh, and well, up to 95 so far, and I'm going further to 98. So 185 to one. 198. The sun and moon dissipate the darkness of the external world and thus reveal external material objects like pots and plates. That's Adi 197. But these two brothers, Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda, dissipate the darkness of the inner core of the heart and thus they help one meet the two kinds of Bhagavatas persons or things in relationship with the personality of Godhead. Uh, yes, the two kinds of Bhagavatas, uh, the book Bhagavat, the person Bhagavat, uh, 
Um, and there, Bhagavat, uh, Bhagavan, who is maintaining, who, who, who is Sadaiswarya Purna, who contain, contains all, all opulences, Aishwaryasya, uh, Samagrasya, Yasasaviya, so these are the six opulences mentioned, all beauty, all fame, all knowledge, all strength, all renunciation, and, uh, and so on. So these, uh, and if I forgot one, the editors can edit in. Um, So the um, they dissipate the darkness in the heart, the avijja, uh, the avijja. So this is the uh, really the meaning of this, and this avijja is is the different types of cheating, uh, where the living being cheats himself by either pursuing some false type of religious activities, materially oriented religious activity, or just preoccupies himself with economic development, or spends all his days in enjoying and enjoying, or finally is trying to, um, to get liberation. Um, and all this is ignorance, is darkness. So even those impersonalists who are uh, are striving for to become liberated for the, from the material energy, and are in one sense transcendentalists, they're still covered by darkness. Bhukti mukti siddhikami sakila ashanta Krishna bhakti niskama What is it? Anyway, said the last words. Uh, the point that is made is that the bukti, the mukti, and the siddhi. So he who pursues sense gratification, he who pursues the mukti, he who pursues liberation, the siddhi, he who pursues mystic perfection, they are always ashanta. They, they never have peace because they're still driven uh, by the uh, by the material and by the material uh, influence of lust and envy uh, the bhagavad gita krishna makes that point that all living beings in this world are overcome by the delusion of desire and hate. Uh, so they're not freed from that influence and therefore they will not have peace. Uh, they will be separated from the Supreme Personality of Godhead and therefore uh, immediately fear will arise within their heart. Um, now I want to go to verse number three. 
And uh, I should just uh, quickly open the verse here. So. Oh, okay, one moment, please. Verse number three, there you go. Yadadvetam Brahmo Panishadi Tadapias Shatanuba Jaant Mantaryami Purusha Itiso Shamavi Bavaha Sat Aishwarya Puno Yahia Bhagavan Saswayamayam Na Chaitanyat Krishnats Jagati Paratatvam Param Iha. What the Upanishads describe as the impersonal Brahman effulgence. Oh, sorry. What the Upanishads describe as the impersonal Brahman is but the effulgence of his body. And the Lord known as the super soul is but his localized plenary portions. Lord Chaitanya is the supreme personality of Godhead. Krishna himself, full with six opulences. He is the absolute truth and no other truth greater is greater than or equal to him. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila 1.3. So, um, that is very interesting. Huh? So we can see that the uh, impersonal Brahman is the, Brahman is the effulgence of the body of the Lord. And Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of God, Krishna himself. That point is being made here. And uh, so, three mantras of the Mundaka Upanishad 2911 give information regarding the bodily effulgence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Um, this we find in the purports to the explanation of this verse, which is in Adi Lila 2.12. And it says here, I'll read the Sanskrit. Hiranmaye parakoshe virajam brahmaniskalam tachrubam jyotisam jyotistatyat atma vidu vidu natrata suryubhati natsanda tarakam nema vidyota banti kuto yamagni tameva bantam anubhati sarvam tasya basa sarvam idam vibhati brahmai vedam amritam purastat brahma paschat brahma daksinatas chuttarena Adas chordvam na prasritam brahmai vedam viswam idam varistam. In the spiritual realm, beyond the material covering, is the unlimited brahmani effulgence, which is free from material contamination. That effulgent white light is understood by transcendentalists to be the light of all lights. In that realm, there is no need of sunshine, moonshine, fire, or electricity for illumination. Indeed, Whatever illumination appears in the material world is only a reflection of that supreme illumination. That Brahman is in front and in, in back and in the north, south, east and west, and also overhead and below. In other words, that supreme Brahman evolution spread throughout both the material and spiritual skies. So, in this way, we get a description of, uh, of, of what that Brahman is. Uh, so the uh, the uh, Mundaka Upanishad is establishing Brahman and establishing that this Brahman extends both 
in the spiritual and the material worlds. Right? That is very significant. And then, of course, in the, in the Bhagavad Gita, um, Krishna is speaking also about this Hiranmaya. And Krishna says, Brahmano hi pratistaham amritasya vyayasya cha sasvatasya sadharmasya sukhais yang ganti kasya cha. I am the basis of the impersonal Brahman, which is immortal, imperishable, and eternal, and is the constitutional position of ultimate happiness. Bhagavad Gita 14.27. So Krishna is saying, I am Brahmanohi Pratista Aham, Aham, I. So the impersonalist interpreter might overlook this, I. Uh, but Krishna is... He is the basis of the impersonal Brahman, and that is the fact. Um, and that is confirmed in the uh, Isopanishad, in the verse, Hiranmayena Patrena. Uh, okay, that was Bhagavad Gita, sorry, 1427. And now we get the, uh, the uh, Isopanishad. Mantra 15, Hiranmayena Patrena Satyasipi Tamukam Tatvan Pusan Apavino Satya Dharmaya Drishyate, which reads, O my Lord, sustainer of all that lives, your real face is covered by your dazzling effulgence. Kindly remove that covering and exhibit yourself to your pure devotee. So this is like uh, the Sruti, the Upanishad. The impersonalist will only accept the Sruti as directly coming from the breath of the Lord, and Smriti they take as, as remembrance by sages and so on, and therefore prone to interpretation. But the Sruti is no interpretation, therefore they consider the Sruti bona fide. Uh, and, and whatever says in Sruti mantras, they cannot argue with. They, they must accept. Of course, Vaishnavas accept the Smriti equally so, and on a statement of the Sruti as we mentioned earlier in the Chandogya Upanishad, Panchamam Purusha so that these, the Smriti is, is then also known as, as Veda, and therefore absolute and pure. Um, anyway, here, so this verse is, is clearly establishing that the, uh, the real face of the Lord is covered by his dazzling effulgence, and you remove that covering. So there the, the Brahma Jyoti, or the effulgence of the Lord, of Brahman, is a covering. And, uh, and this is very important. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, later on, we'll get an explanation of the philosophy of Sankaracharya and versus the philosophy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The philosophy of Sankaracharya is the philosophy of Vivartavad. And his philosophy is basically this. Yes, Brahman is pervading the spiritual world and the uh, material world, uh, as we have seen from the Mundaka Upanishad, very correctly. Then, therefore, everything is Brahman. Then if we are... Uh, if we are seeing the, um, the material energy, 
right? In this, uh, in 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 uh, in so many varieties and forms, that cannot be because Brahman is there, and Brahman is unchangeable. Yes, Brahman is absolute. Sankaracharya argues and unchangeable. Therefore, if we see a variety in the material world, it must be illusion. It is illusion. Because Brahman doesn't change. Yes. And and therefore, Sankaracharya said, everything is false in, in this material world. Then we see that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, is is establishing no no the uh, oh uh, back to Sankaracharya one moment I forgot to mention the uh, the Vivartavat and there's the comparison of the rope of the snake we are seeing a snake but it is a rope but in the dark it just looks like a snake oh, oh we see a snake but it is a rope. So in this way, Sankaracharya gives the example of his uh, Vivartavat, his concept of uh, of illusion. uh, Then Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is accepting the conclusion of the Bhagavad Gita, which says everything is resting on me, aham, aham, Brahmana Patista, aham, everything is resting on me. Shri Chaitanya, the personality, everything is resting on the personality. Um, he is also accepting the conclusion from the, uh, from the Isopanishad, which to the impersonalist is something they cannot argue with because that is a Sruti uh, Shastra, that is Upanishad. Right? Those are the and where it is clearly established, Hiranmayena uh, Patrena, that uh, this dazzling golden effulgence is covering my your true face. Please, uh, please remove that covering. So, in this way, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is accepting Brahman as the effulgence of the Lord. Uh, and as the effulgence of the Lord, being the energy of the Lord. And therefore, he says the energy can also change. It can produce byproducts. So therefore, Shakti Parinamavat. Brahman is the Shakti, is present in the material world, and then Parinamavat. And in this way, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's philosophy is Achintya Beda Beda Tattva. Simultaneously, one, everything is resting on this Brahman, but that Shakti can also transform and then produce byproducts, Shakti Parinamavat. And uh, Sankaracharya then had said, uh, Brahma Satya, Jagadmita, that Brahman is real and the Jagat is false, but uh, then Nimbarkaracharya comes. And he argues with, he argues the Sudha Advaita philosophy. And he says, no, uh, Brahman, uh, 
Brahman is existing in this on the spiritual and in the material world. And Brahman is absolute. Therefore, Brahman is real. Therefore, the material world is real. And therefore, Sankaracharya's philosophy is wrong. So in this way, he points out a fundamental mistake in uh, in, in Sankaracharya's philosophy. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's philosophy, though, is the most complete and the most practical. Uh, yes, everything is resting on Brahman, but all the byproducts of that Brahman energy are just as real as the Brahman. And so, um, that is the perfect understanding. Mm. And it is also confirmed in the Brahma Samhita. Uh, the Brahma Samhita in, in text number 540 says, Yesya Prabha Prabhavato Jagat Andakoti Koti Svasesa Vasudadi Vibhuti Binam Tad Brahma Niskalam Anantam Asesa Bhutam Govindam Adi Purisham Tamaham Bajami. I worship Govinda, the prime of the Lord, who is endowed with great power. The glowing effulgence of his transcendental form is the impersonal Brahman, which is absolute, complete, and unlimited, and which displays the varieties of countless planets with their different opulences in millions and millions of universes. Govinda, uh, uh, the prime of the Lord, and the glowing effulgence of his transcendental form is the impersonal Brahman. That is to be understood. Govindam Adipurusham Tamaham Bajami. We worship Govinda, the prime of the Lord. Yes. Yesya Prabha Prabhavatu Jagatandaguti. Yes. His effulgence. He's endowed with great power. And the glowing effulgence of a transcendental form is the impersonal Brahman. So that is very interesting. So in this way, uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, understanding is now uh, highlighted and explained by Krishna Skavyas Goswami, um, who in his first 14 verses has summarized that. And before, uh, before proceeding, Krishna Skaviraj is first, um, before, before proceeding and before establishing the, uh, the essence, which is the pure devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, first, he is removing the, uh, the darkness of ignorance. Uh, so Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda are, are, are driving out that ignorance. And, and he pointed out uh, the worst of, of form of kaitatva, the first form of, of cheating, is this impersonalism. So first, that is removed. Uh, that is removed, yes. In this third verse, uh, which reads, let me read that one more time. What the Upanishads describe as the impersonal Brahman is but the effulgence of his body, and the Lord known as the Supersoul is but his localized plenary portion. Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, uh, Krishna himself, full with six opulences. 
Yes, so we see in this verse, not only is the uh, Brahman established, right, in its proper understanding now, now Brahman is, is, is acknowledged, uh, but properly understood as the uh, effulgence of the Lord, then the super soul is also, Paramatma is also understood um, as the localized plenary portion of the Lord and also explained uh, later uh, in, uh, in, these, in the following chapters. Uh, and a number of, of verses are also quoted. And Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami turns to the Bhagavatam uh, for, for evidence and quotes from the Bhagavatam the verse Vadanti Tattva Yatsgyanamat Vayam Brahmeti Paramatmeti Bhagavan Iti Sabjate. He's quoting the verse that the one non dual absolute truth is divided into three. So that's also, in, linguistically, it sounds interesting. The one non dual uh, absolute truth is divided into three. So again, Achintya Beda Beda Tattva all one, but also uh, multiple forms. And that one is divided into Brahmeti, Paramatmeti, Bhagavan, Itisabjate. Uh, this is uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, um, and in Srimad Bhagavatam, this verse, Vadanti Tattvavidas, is very important. Um, where we understand Brahman as the effulgence of Krishna, as the Shakti of Krishna, as the energy of Krishna, which can produce Parinam, can produce other byproducts or effects. Right? Then as Paramatma, the Supreme Lord, manifesting as within the heart of every living being, Dvasuparna Sayujim Sakaya, uh, that the uh, mm, uh, the two birds in the tree, one's eating the fruits, the other's not eating the fruits, and so on, and uh, and and the one who's eating the fruits is the jiva who's trying to enjoy these fruits. The paramatma is trying to point out that this is these fruits are not satisfying. Uh, turn to the turn to the supreme. So the Lord uh, exists in the material world as Paramatma, in the heart of every living being. In the spiritual world, the Lord is not manifest in that form of Paramatma. And it just shows the extraordinary mercy of the living being, of the Supreme Lord. When the living being turns away from the Lord and turns to um, the material energy and turns away from the Lord, then the Lord still accompanies him from within and all alone remains there as Upadrista and Anumanta. Uh, and that means as the overseer or the witness and as the one who gives Anumiti. Anumiti means uh, permission, Anumanta. So Anumanta, he is in this way are always, always looking at uh, what each living being desires 
And sometimes he allows these desires to, to be pursued and fulfilled. And other times he frustrates these, these desires. But all along, so just like in the 11th canto, it says that in controlling the senses, it's like a horse. And that um, when one is trying to control a horse, one pulls the reins. And sometimes one has to let the reins uh, loose and give the horse some, some freedom. Uh, one cannot always hold the reins tight. The horse needs to run a bit sometimes. So sometimes you let the reins loose a little, let the horse run a bit, and then pull back. So in this way, when the material desires are very, very strong, the Lord may loosen the reins to an effect and let the horse run for a while, and then the Lord again pulls in the reins and will not give anumiti, will not give permission for material activities. And in this way, the Lord as the super soul is intimately involved with every living being's journey in the material world, um, which continues anadi barimukha since time immemorial, life after life. And the Lord patiently, patiently uh, is chiseling away at the block of the uh, of the determination, of the misguided determination of the of the entangled uh, material materialistic um, living entity, who's driven by a false ego, by a false desire, uh, and who's chasing after illusory happiness, like an animal chasing after illusory water in the desert. When we speak about the material energy, it's not that, and as being the illusory energy, it is not that the material energy is illusory, um, is maya, that which is not uh, maya, but that it is the enjoyment, the happiness, the, the happiness that is, is illusory. Um, that is illusory, because the material world is dukalium asasvatam. It is a temporary place, and it is full of miseries. Um, as Sanatana Goswami said, keno amajara tapatraya. Why am I suffering these threefold miseries? So, in this way, um, Today we have, uh, have discussed how Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nichananda appeared at the eastern horizon uh, and uh, driving away by their bright effulgence, by their, and Krishnadas has explained it further, by their transcendental happiness, they drive away to darkness of ignorance of various types of cheating. Uh, the living entity cheating himself, being cheated by Maya, and being cheated by other living entities who are acting as the agents of Maya. And in this way, uh, the living being 
is just wandering aimlessly in this domain of cheating. But now that is driven out. And then the first type, the worst type of cheating is this desire for impersonal liberation. And now, and, and the desire to enter into Brahman. But Brahman is not properly understood by the impersonalist. And now that is clarified. Uh, that Brahman is the effulgence of the Lord. Uh, Sankaracharya is, is saying, Tattvam Asi, something that uh, was painful to hear for uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in case of a party, told him Tattvam Asi, it was painful for him to hear. But uh, Murari Gupta explained, no, no, Tattvam Asi can also mean, you are also the servant of that. Yes, of that. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu felt better about it, the servant. Um, because Krishna Nichadas, that is the position. Jivira Sarubhai Krishna Nichadas, the living being's original constitutional position is to be the eternal servant of the Lord. Mm. So Krishna's Kaviraj has now established how Brahman is simply the effulgence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And we have underbuilt it with, with evidence, uh, both from Sruti and Sriti. And so uh, we are here with uh, preparing the ground to understand, understand the meaning of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nichananda's appearance. Um, who have appeared with their transcendental effulgence. And in the next verses, we will uh, get a better idea of what that appearance really is and, and what the purpose is of that appearance. So, although a few minutes early, I, I'll end with that because I don't want to open up uh, a large discussion, which I'm saving for uh, manana, hmm. for tomorrow. I thank you very much for being with us once again. And I hope that, uh, that you will find inspiration in these discussions and, uh, and that a taste is awakening. Um, a taste is awakening in you uh, for hearing the Chaitanya Charitamrita and all the related uh, uh, materials to enter deeper into this. Certainly, uh, in myself, in, uh, in discussing these matters, that taste is awakening. And ultimately, I am speaking, uh, I'm speaking about this topic now every day um, as a means to increase my own absorption in, uh, in remembering, um, in remembering the lotus feet of the Lord. Um, now, uh, sort of with old age, moving along, 
I am uh, I'm seeing a greater need, a greater need to fulfill the purpose of human life and to, uh, to become more and more absorbed in remembering, in exploring, uh, in discovering every aspect and every quality of the Supreme Lord. And I pray, just as Srimati Radharani, who is uh, looking at the unlimited qualities of Krishna with love, and then discovers another quality, and then loves that also. And in this way, her love increases. I also pray that although my love is very meager and very, uh, very tiny, I also pray that it will increase by, by these discussions uh, and by this absorption. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Kijai. Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Kijai. Uh, Ananta Koti Vaisnava Vrinda Kijai. Mitai Gaura Premanande. Hare Krishna.